Today is February 15th, and the Yankees have signed Jay Bruce. Justin Wilson's maybe coming. Paxton goes to Seattle. We got a lot to discuss, so let's do it. Let's talk Yanks. That was pretty cool. (laughs) Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks. We hope you all had a fantastic weekend and a fabulous Valentine's Day. Spring training is approaching. Players are there. The sun is shining in Tampa. I'm excited. I have a little Monday morning spring training giddiness to me today, and I'm excited to tell you about a little company called DraftKings. It's not quite time for the madness that is college basketball in March, but that doesn't mean the fun has to wait. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is giving all new players the chance to cash New customers can bet $1 on any team to hit a three-pointer in any basketball game this week, and if your team makes it rain, you cash $100. What? what? So they just have to make a three-pointer? Yeah. Every team makes a three-pointer. They give away money. When's the last time a team didn't make a three-pointer? That's an embarrassing stat. We should look that one up. That's right. All it takes is one three-pointer being hit by your chosen team to turn $1 into $100. Sounds like a no-brainer, which is what they have. I was going to say officially, but I wanted to say initially, which is what they initially named Jake after birth. This slam dunk of an offer won't be around forever, so head to the App Store now. Download DraftKings Sportsbook and get in on all the action. If basketball isn't for you, they also got hockey and Mm. soccer and much more. They have paid out over $7 billion to its customers since 2012, so they know a thing or two about big paydays. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOHNBOY to get your shot to turn $1 into $100 when you bet on any team to hit a three-pointer in any basketball game this week. That's promo code JOHNBOY for new customers to get a shot at 100 to one odds on any basketball team to hit a three-point shot only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Okay, you ready for this? The disclaimer? We haven't had to read a DraftKings disclaimer ready. in forever. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey. Ooh, they got new states now. Must yeah. be 20 or must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, Michigan, or Virginia only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. Winnings paid out in four $25 free bets. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Or in Virginia, 888-532-3500. Indiana, what the fuck is that phone number? With it, man. 1-800-9-WITH-IT? Yeah. How does that get you? Whatever. Thanks, DraftKings. Happy to have them back on board. Jake, how you doing? James, Big Baby David, DraftKings. Hope everyone's doing well. Happy Valentine's Day weekend. I think it's a a very interesting tipping point of the winter, Jim. I think we've officially hit the part where even if you're a winter person, you're kind of over winter. And I think normally spring training is the light. And I, you're coming in with your spring training juice. I came in spring training sad a little bit because I, uh, I think we'd be on a on a plane down there pretty soon, if not a 
if not by the end of this week in a normal year, but it's not a normal year. So I'm uh, I'm excited to start getting the report. Uh, you and I both spoke to our good friend Brian Hoke briefly this weekend, and he's uh, he's gearing up to be everyone's dream spring training beat reporter. Said he bought a camera to get some good through the fence action shots. So Jay Bruce, man, Jay Bruce. It was so cold this weekend. It's getting cold. There was no sun out. Yeah, and there was no snow, so it's just cold. Yeah. If it, it was supposed to snow. I mean, I mean, we went to the farmer's market, and I told Kate, I'm usually not a wimp in sure. cold. Usually I, I'm fine in cold weather, but we, like, we're walking around. I told her, like, we're, we're it's leaving. It's just too cold, yeah. We're going to get the pigs here. We buy pigs yeah. here. We're going to get the soup. We're going to leave. Yeah. And we're going to go eat that soup at home. Eat that soup. Eat and then the, the next the day, she, she wanted to take Mac for a walk, and I said no. Yeah. I said, I was too cold yesterday. I'm not doing that. We did, uh, the city was a little warmer we we got a nice walk in with the dog, but it's just like you just hit a point. It's a tipping point. Give me some sunshine. Give me yeah. some outside. I um, am very excited though. I I am. My juices are flowing. Um, it's real. Mondays are great days. Every time there's I a like my job. Every time there's a uh, a clip and you know talking Yanks Instagram ad. Uh, you know one of the guys getting on the plane. It's exciting. I saw we posted Johnny Lazaga the other day, and I was like, "All right." I saw that. When as well. we're tracking Johnny Laza's flights, that's when it's time. It's a good time. The Yankees made some moves as well. Ooh! I have on the list here of things we're going to talk about in this episode: Jay Bruce, James Paxton, Justin Wilson, Brett Gardner, David Robertson. Mm. I also have a list of names. A lot of guys you really like in there. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Right at the end there. Two. Yeah. Two out of the five. It ends with two guys yeah. you really like. Uh, we also have a bunch of other people that I really like. Marshall McAllister, Travis mm. Bellinger, Caleb Schur, Luke Rella, Josh Carmel, Audra S., Ethan Hyman, and Josh Greenzeig. So our most recent patrons. Sam, who runs our Patreon, was just in here getting some behind-the-scenes content mm. for them. There's social media profiles that only our patrons are allowed to follow, as well as like a discounted shirt every month or... There's a lot of different perks, so go check it out. And thank you to them. Do you want to start with Bruce? Bruce. The Yankees signed Jay Bruce to a minor league deal. If he makes the team, he makes like $1.25 million, I think. I think that's the number. Um, with Jake, some at-bat incentives. Jake, I saw this signing, and I immediately thought of you. Mm. You've been very disappointed with the Yankees' depth going into the season. You wanted a veteran guy. You kept saying Kipnis. Yeah. Bruce falls into that category. It's a minor league deal, so it really doesn't affect anything. If Jay Bruce wants to come work out and be part of the minor league uh, spring training with the Yankees, and, and, they, and then he says, hey, I got an offer somewhere else, he can – go somewhere else, or I'm sure the Yankees would allow him. I assume there's some, like, April 1 opt-out Yeah, there's, I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure that some opt-out days, if if he wants to, if he makes a squad, um, it's one, one and a quarter million, it's not that much. He's not really an outfielder anymore. Everyone was very worried about how this affects Gardner's free agency. I don't think this affects Gardner's free agency, but I do have new Brett Gardner thoughts we'll get to later in the show. Ooh. At best... In my opinion, he becomes – he replaces Mike Ford. Mm. And he's a lefty bat that can pinch hit. He proved he can pinch hit. He pinched it well last year. 
or spell someone on a on a on a righty pitching day. I don't know. I mean, I don't think there's any harm to this signing at all. No, and I think uh so I think we should circle back for the people a little bit if you're not familiar with Jay Bruce. He's had a really good big league career. 13 years, he's got 318 career home runs. Like this guy's played a lot of major league baseball at a at a pretty high level. Um, so, you know, you might be familiar. He had the big two-homer playoff game against the Yanks. Uh, at this point in his career, he can do a little spot in corner outfield um, and a little bit of first base. Uh, he swings a big lefty bat. He's been really good against righties the past two seasons. I think it, uh, he's been good against righties the past two seasons, an OPS in the 800s. A lot of the beat reporters were tweeting that out. Uh Jimmy, my one concern, and again, concern should be loosely used because there's very little risk here. Mm -hmm. I do, unfortunately, think, and I'm willing to be talked out of this, that Jay Bruce is not here for the Mike Ford spot. I think Jay Bruce is here for big-time injury insurance. I think he's here if Judge or Stanton or Voight goes down in spring training. That's the same thing, in my opinion. Because no. why is Mike Ford around? To be on the bench. So you, but I mean, so you, I'm saying that money that Jay Bruce is making, I don't think the Yankees view that as a bench option. I think Jay Bruce is coming into spring training. The Yankees are seeing if the big dogs get hurt, and if they do, then I think Jay Bruce is part of the team. If they don't, I think Jay Bruce had a spring training with the Yankees and he moves on. So if they if everyone's healthy through spring training, you think there's no way he becomes the bench player? I just think with the current financial crunch of trying to stay under that area and how they still view Mike Ford, because corner outfield is the one place that we still have a ton of bodies, and Bruce, at this point in his career, he's, he's gonna, not that. I don't think they're even looking at him as corner outfield at all. Well, that's what I'm saying. And then if you take it to first base or DH, those spots are still plugged. So I just think, and we'll end up seeing, we'll talk about Justin Wilson in a little bit, the financials aren't out and we'll see where that lands and that ties into Gardner and everything. But I don't think the Yankees at this point are willing to pay the 1.25 for Jay Bruce to be Mike Ford's spot on the bench. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I disagree. I don't, I think that, they, he's there for injuries, and if they clear spring training, great. Someone's still getting injured, and that's why they have him. Unless he gets an offer somewhere else and he opts out, right? I think, which we've seen the Yankees do this with some guys over the years. They, yeah, who they have was it not Justin Smoke? They had Logan Morrison. Um, I saw people were were tweeting out the names the other day of ML MLB. Guys that have come into camp with the Yankees and the Yankees have a good, also a good reputation of if a guy's like, "Hey, I, I can I can read the writing on the wall here. Let's move on." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I don't know. I mean, there's, I like you've been saying, I've wanted kind of a veteran dude to be on the bench. I just, I am worried about the financial crunch right now. That if Jay Bruce, you know, is on the Yankees, that turns into a 1.25 million cap hit. And I don't know if if it's bench Jay Bruce. I don't think they're willing to pay that. I hope I'm wrong. And if he is bench Jay Bruce and he's playing twice a week and getting pinch hit appearances during the regular season, they're going to use a lot of players during the regular season. Right. I I still think that's kind of good. No, Can't I would hurt. I would love that. 
Yeah. I'm just scared that they see, you know, let's take it back to the Jonathan Holder conversation. Jonathan Holder was supposed to make a million dollars this year or whatever it was, and the Yankees got rid of him because they'd rather give guys that are going to be making the minimum a chance. I think, you know, when they look at Mike Ford and Jay Bruce right now, I think kind of unfortunately for us, I do think the Yankees see an apple and a similar apple. I think they see 85% of Jay Bruce and Mike Ford. So that's that's my only kind of hesitation about this. If If I'm wrong, which I'm very good at doing, I would love it. I mean, if Jay Bruce is coming in and getting a couple DH at bats, and if they have to throw him in right field for a day to get, you know, Judge off his feet, that's a place where he could play first base to get Luke off that foot stuff game. I'm I'm all about that. Yeah, I don't know. I I it I guess it does tie into Gardner for me because my new thought is Gardner's not coming back. Sure. Um, which which is a little disappointing. I mean, it would be a a low-key kind of crazy thing, a lifelong Yankee. You know, I know people get into the war debates online and what does war really mean. Brett Gardner has been a really good Yankee. How about that? And According if, to Jock's payout and Schwarber's payout, yeah. and there was another outfielder in this crew that I— Eddie Rosario. Eddie Rosario's payout. According to his contemporaries, mm-hmm. who? Adam Eaton. Too. Adam Eaton. Yeah. Which is how a lot of these, when you talk to MLB players, a lot of the free agency is comps. It's like, well, who do you compare to? What's in stats? That's how much you're worth? Well, guys, I know Yankees fans love to hate Gardner. According to his comps, with his war and his defensive abilities and his offensive abilities, he's deserved like $8 million minimum. And the Yankees aren't giving him that. They don't have enough. So if... His agency has any pride. If Gardner has a lot of pride and wants to get paid and not take the hometown pay cut to fit into the salary cap, I don't know if Gardner's coming back anymore. No, it's it's a very real conversation. We've, I hadn't seen that comparison. We've to tiptoed those around it all season. The one thing that with those guys doesn't line up is age. Brett yeah, Gardner yes. is significantly older than those guys. Um, and I, it is the Yankees factor. Like, you know, we've we've done this conversation a lot, and I'm sure the, the Cardinals podcast were doing conversations about Yadier Molina. I know Dodgers podcasts were talking about Justin Turner potentially not coming back, and they figured it out. This is a little more unique. I do think, man, you know, the Yankees have given Brett Gardner, what, what was his bad season, 2018? After 2018, Brett Gardner hit 236 that year with a 690 OPS. They brought him back. They gave him still a good chunk of change. They gave him that, what was it, the two-year option contract, $7.5 million, which, again, the other thing is he plays center field defense, which those guys do not. So, Jackie Bradley Jr., still a free agent. He's a center fielder that I think can do a lot of the same stuff as Gardner. We're not sure where his contract is going to land. I don't know. I, I think Yankee fans have been prepping for it. It would still just not feel right uh, to a degree. I don't think that Jay Bruce was a warning shot to Brett Gardner's camp at all. And I no, know, not at all. No, a lot, of, a lot of. If you're a person that hasn't been pulse of baseball, you see Jay Bruce, the corner outfielder that you might recognize from Cincinnati, and say that's in the. Okay, but how about not. this? How about this? This is a good conclusion for us okay. to come to. Honk. If Gardner comes back and he signs a five million dollar deal because he wants to be part of this team and part of this window, then I may agree with you that Bruce won't break camp with the team. Unless someone gets hurt. If Gardner says, no way am I taking less than what I'm worth comparatively, 
to come play for you guys. You should be respecting me more. And Gardner does not sign with the Yanks. Then I think that Bruce will break camp with the team and be a bench role yeah. and backup. We agree That's there. Fair. Yeah, I'm on that. That's where I was trying yeah, to get. There's to. one more wrinkle that I found wrinkle? over the oh weekend. So they announced the new like rules, health and safety stuff yes. last week. <clears throat> Something that I I don't know if you guys read this, but with the roster limit rules, it's back to 26 man rosters for this year. But they got rid of the 13 and 13 rule. So, you, so it might be back to three-man bench times, and that would also play into the Gardner maybe not being bad. They're allowed to have a three-man bench again? for the, At least for this year because there's going to be so much pitcher innings limits and stuff. Didn't we look they into want that last min, year, They want too. minimal just guys up and the down. roster then. Yeah. yeah and they I'm, might. <laughs> they still might. But uh, as of right now, it's back to 26-man rosters until – September, then it goes up to twenty eight, and there's twenty six no man rosters anymore. But there's no limit. Twenty six man roster, but no limit on how many. Yeah, teams can carry as many pitchers as they want all season. That was the one on change that Saturday. Yeah, change that, please. The Yankees for this year. I think bench. after the season, it goes back to what they were going to do last year with twenty six man rosters, thirteen, thirteen, but virus. Mm. They should but, go to twenty seven man roster and 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 mandate a four four man bench. Like if anyone doesn't remember, before the when the twenty twenty season started before COVID, they were expanding the rosters to a twenty six man, but they were limiting the amount of pitchers, so you had to have a four man bench because they basically have eliminated role players and position players. And the Yankees, team that gets injured a ton and doesn't take the regular season as serious as they need to would benefit greatly from having a fourth position player. Otherwise, the bench is Higgy, who's a backup catcher. So you're not, he's not really even a bench player because you're not going to use both case catchers. Of emergency. Yeah. So you really have a two man bench. And then you're looking at Wade and Ford. You can't have Ford there. Anduar. Anduar doesn't have a glove. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Guardy? We Wade Guardy and Guardy if he comes back? They need to expand that. They can't have that three man bench is brutal. Yeah. So, and just firming it, Bruce is 1.35 if he makes the team, plus 50K for 400, 450, and 500 play appearances. Um, so, yeah, man, I'm, I, I guess that's what I was trying to say. In my head, I'm not writing off Gardner yet. I still think that the guys that have been expected to return to teams have. I mean, the, you know, Gardner, lifelong Yankee, I mean, that would be another, that would be a big thing. I, I think. I think even the people that like Gardner don't realize how how kind of significant of a of a thing that would be. So, once that happens, then I think I'll be more into Jay Bruce because I have been asking for the veteran. You know, if Jay Bruce ends up in a lineup one day, you don't feel bad. You kind of feel good about it. You're like, you know, the porch is in play. Like the guy's got over 300 career home runs. Yeah, which when we a professional at bat, you did your. Uh, when we're digging into how many guys have X amount of hits in Major League history, like if you look about the amount of guys in Major League history that have 300 home runs, <laughs> it's got to be one percent of one percent of five percent. How many people do you think are in the 300 home run club? 300 club, bro. Yeah, I don't know. A hundred? Is that nuts? Is it a lot less? 138 members. Um, that's from would. August 2015. I probably would have Update guessed. your websites? Yeah, I mean, if How you're are you going to have a... From 2015? Jeez. I'd have probably guessed the 150 number, which maybe we're at now. 
I, I can find it. I can find it. 151. 151. So close, BBD, but incredibly We wrong. already said it, so, so it's like maybe I guessed it. That was pretty wrong. Chris Davis and Votto, both five off. Mark Reynolds, 298. Oh, someone's got to sign him. Did he officially ah, retire? Kingfish, Tim Salmon. Yeah. 299. And by the way, just Come for, on. for example, of some of the guys in this territory, Maglio Ordonez, 294, Pat Burrell, 292. Like these, anyone you see, you're not coming past anyone on this list and they're like, ah, oh, they're a bum, huh? Like, these guys are really good hitters. Mm, Chris Davis. Reynolds announces retirement. He had a couple really good seasons. Okay. Bum now. <laughs> April 9th, 2020, Mark Reynolds retired from baseball. No, he didn't. So. I'm announcing that now. I like where we landed with the Jay Bruce. Yeah. You had an opinion. I had a different opinion. We yeah. found the middle of it. It all depends on if Gardner's found the right signing point. or not. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just living in fear of I that talked myself. I talked myself into Gardner signing for five mil again okay. in the course of this conversation. I mean, very interested, and I don't know if this seggies or if it doesn't seggy, but it's the Justin Wilson thing seems like it's happening. You know, Heyman tweeted out this morning, which not always the best, but the signs have been pointing to this anyways. We know the Yankees like Wilson going back a little bit now. Um, he's had a really good MLB career. I have no idea what that number lands at. We saw a couple relievers sign <laughs> over the weekend that they're – you know, a couple good MLB relievers signed for in the two million, three million range. I am currently, if you're watching live on YouTube, I am in Jimmy's ring. Yeah. So that should be weird if you're just listening via podcast. Um, so I don't. Again, do we ha- do we know how much cap we have left? We think it's seven or eight. Did we ever land on a team number on that? It's a big secret. It's the biggest egret in the world, and it's yeah. blowing my mind. Uh, so if it is eight, and Justin Wilson signs for two two five, which is what a couple of good re- relievers signed for, Romo, uh, Usmero, Petit. Um, if it's in that range, that kind of leaves that five million hole for Guardy that we keep referencing. Um, if Justin Wilson comes in at four million, I mean, I think that eliminates things. So I don't know. I don't think he will. Who knows? I don't know. Justin Wilson is a lefty reliever. Like, if he signs, are we going to do an impromptu episode? Because I'm about to say, like, all that I would say right now. I don't think so. I think think what we're doing is we're we're teasing the idea of it, and then hopefully next episode it's official and we have numbers and stuff. Can I tell you what they're doing? Sure. Uh, O'Day is the Rugi replacement for Otto. $7 million cheaper in the Yankees' brains and in their heads. I think Otto's more talented, but they... Are going right. to use O'Day. <clears throat> Same way they used Otto. Something's in my throat. <clears throat> oh, my God. All right. Got it out. No, I don't know. I still sound funky. You need water? Like Gatorade bubble stuck down there, but I didn't drink any today. So something smells fishy, and I don't know what, but it's the sound of my get voice. in there? If you wouldn't mind. Okay. Might not be for the camera. Wilson will be the Canely replacement is what I was getting at. Also, cheaper, lesser. Buddy's going to get out lefties. And now you have Chapman who can get up both, Britton who can get up both, Chad who can get up both and do two innings. And you have O'Day for righties who can get out lefties as well, but they're going to find the lane where, like, you know, if it's two righties and a lefty, they'll use him. If it's two lefties and a righty, they'll use Wilson if they sign Wilson. That's what they're building here. It's a good plan. It's not a, you know, they, use, they lose Canely and they lost trust in Odo. So once those things happen, Otto. 
Otto. This this is the new plan. It's not a bad plan. Justin Wilson, the history with him and Cash is really fun. I tweeted it out um, because if you will remember, anyone that didn't see my tweet on this, I'll remind you. Cervelli was a backup who had two years of his contract left. They traded the two years of Cervelli's contract to the Pirates in exchange for four years of Justin Wilson as a reliever. Now, Justin Wilson comes over. He pitches really, really well in 2015 for the Yankees, and they knew that their window wasn't just the next three years, the Yankees at that point. They were rebuilding from the start there. 74 games, 61 innings, a 3-1 ERA for the Yanks. Yeah, I believe he was the seventh inning, sometimes eighth inning guy, Justin Wilson, 2015 Yankees. So, Cash knew that their window wasn't there. They wanted people that would be there longer. So, they traded Justin Wilson for Chad Green and Luis Sessa. They traded three years of Justin Wilson for six years of Chad Green and six years of Luis Sessa. Three years, one reliever for, you know, combined 12 of two or six years of two relievers. Chad Green's been locked down going on four seasons now. And Sessa hasn't been what we panned out, but he's been a piece of this rotation that eats innings and has been slowly, ever so slowly climbing the ladder. An amazing move to trade two years of Cervelli for... Four years of Chad Green, even that alone. But then you had the Sess inning. So really good. Now he brings Wilson back. It's cool. It's a cool little circle. Yeah, it'll be cool the first time we get Sessa, Chad Green, and Justin Wilson in a picture at spring training and say, ah, those two guys were worth one. That's how it works. Um, yeah, man. It, again, interested to see where the numbers come out. Jim, I, I'm interested on the usage career. Uh, Justin Wilson actually has better numbers versus righties. Uh, in recent seasons, he has been better against lefty. So, I, unfortunately, I do think the Yankees have one of the stubbornness of their analytics team is they don't really believe in platoons. We've seen this with the lineup. Mm-hmm. We've seen this with the bullpen, except Ottavino. Um So, uh, I'm interested to see because last year he was straight up gross against lefties, uh, 115 batting average, 438 OPS. Again, small sample size last year. Uh, In 2019, his last full season, he was still slightly better against lefties, a 629 OPS versus a 687 variety. So, uh, you know, I I think it's the bullpen game a little bit. We're going to be doing the dance. Uh, Guys run hot, guys run cold. I don't think he's going to be their like lefty guy. I don't know how many how many lefty out guys there still are in the division. I don't. They might not even care then. You know. So that's I'm interested to see. Um, obviously, O'Day comes from the side, but his splits weren't that bad either. So interested to see how they're employed. And I I think the bigger thing is if you know, the goal is that when the the sixth or seventh inning of a playoff game comes around that we should feel good about Justin Wilson or Darren O'Day because these guys have pitched a lot of big league innings. The relief position is volatile, so hopefully hopefully we can kind of believe in one of these guys toward the end of the year, at least in a role. Yeah. I, I'm, I agree with everything you said. Thank you. It's not an amazing signing. I don't think it hurts. I think... Very interested by the number. The pen, I'm fine with. If that's what it is... We were accepting the pen without another guy. 
Which no, might have been us talking ourselves down. No, no we were coming for, into the season. Once they traded Ottavino and they replaced him with O'Day, we said there better be another guy coming, otherwise this is bullshit. But we talked ourselves down. But no, then we talked we, we talked said our, the trade deadline. As long as it comes at the deadline. Right. Well, if they do this, I don't know if they're getting one at the deadline now. Well, I think they want to leave that option open. Now you feel better coming in with another guy. I feel great about having five guys. Chapman, Britton, Chad, O'Day, and Wilson, if the Yankees get him. They may not. He may go somewhere else. Yeah. But if it's those five guys, then you have Sessa, Nick Nelson, Mike King, Loisaga trying, vying to become, step up their game and become a dude. I'm actually, I'm pretty happy with that plan. A lot of teams don't have that Many guys in their plan in the pen right now. No, we uh meet me and Beepers this morning on on Wake and Jake did a little, uh like what teams actually had the best off season like all these transactions come through and I mean man it's it's tough living in it's tough living in a Yankee world we just blind ourselves I mean the tough Yankees have had a, in a Yankee world. if you look at guys that teams have acquired the Yankees have had a pretty good off season uh, bo- it depends on how much you trust. In the starting pitchers they got right, and you know we it goes into the coin flip game that we that we've talked about a lot, um, but it it really starts to become a fun conversation. And hey, let's see if ink dries on a Justin Wilson conversation. We could be back here in a you know next episode saying you got us, Jay Will. For what it's worth, there was another reporter tweeted expect it to happen. Yeah, I mean it. It so really another, seems like it's going to happen. Gotten five of those tweets. No, I mean those names you mentioned, Jim. Uh, in theory, uh, a guy potentially kicking to the bullpen for the playoffs. Whether that could be a Davy, a Clark Schmidt, uh, Domingo Herman. We're going to drink the Kool Aid a little bit. We'll get into the season. We're going to run hot and cold on guys. Um, it's. I don't think there's ever been a. A more wild year of who's going to be there at the end uh, when it becomes a you know a five game postseason series, and I do think a lot of teams are saying that right now. I mean, especially I don't know if you guys have been. I know you guys have, but if you're listening, keeping tabs on what the Rays are doing, the Rays basically have eleven major league starting pitchers, and they're just going to let them figure it out this yeah. year. So yeah. it's it's going to be a weird year, but no, if if Justin Wilson is a Yankee, you sh- we should be happy about that, unless. I don't know. I start becoming a money snob. Well, I was going to say, I'm worried about the number. If you once you accept the fact that they were going to stay under the luxury tax, then you can say, you know, within those parameters, Cashman's does a good, done a good job. When the Dodgers blow over the luxury tax, I think it's pretty fair to be like, well, I wish we didn't have to do this. Yeah, not our money. So, I guess if I'm don't complain when they overspend, I. Can't complain when they underspend. I don't know. Who cares? For for what it's worth, Wilson's last contract was two for ten straight up. So one for five. So five five million each year is what he made the last couple years. Things change. Well, now I, now you have me off guard again. Right now I'm yeah. I'm interested, man. I I really am because what's a lot of how we're going to feel depends on what's what the that Brett Gardner is. threshold. So if it's if Wilson gets five or more, I I think that's no Gardner, but I don't know. I think if we get over three and a half, I'm in the no Gardner lane. Wow. D Rob worked out and a bunch of people watched him pitch. Shane Green's still available. A yeah. bunch of ex Yankees. Warren got picked up, so he's out of the did Clipper get picked up? Warren got signed? Not Warren. <sighs> Not Warren. Made my heart skip a B. 
Not Warren. Okay, I'm just saying. I thought we still had Phelps. Him. My heart skipped David the Phelps. beat. Phelps got picked up. Yeah. I was, we were doing the bullpen Boxing. reunion. Yeah, Warren's here. Yeah, okay. Um, Is Adam Warren a non-roster invite? Yeah, because I cut him. Let's go. I have uh Get on the Warren train. I have something for you. I am so excited. If for they this. go back to the three-man bench. Yeah. That means... And if Gardner signs, right, and they Gardner go back signs to the three-man bench, and everyone's healthy, you're doing Clint Gardy. I have Clint starting in left field, so you'd have Gardy on the bench. Gardner's I was on the bench. Clint or Gardy. On the I have bench. Wade as the infield util, util every position because he util. plays every position, yeah. and I have Gardner as the ba- uh, outfield util. Yeah. They're both lefties. Yeah, they both don't have great. You're not gonna pinch hit for him. You're gonna defensive. They're both defensive replacements, not pinch hitters. Yeah. Pinch runners, yeah. defensive replacements. I yeah, mean, that leaves Talkman, Andujar, Ford, Greg Allen in AAA. There's going to be a trade if they stick to that. I mean, so many teams have been calling about Talkman that it's got to be exhausting for cash at this point. Marlins? Is that your favorite quote of the offseason so far? Did someone – you've only said that, right? Didn't Cashman no, say that? Cashman, like, said – I think that was on one of the radio first... interviews or something. At some point, he was, he dropped a line about gotten a lot of calls about Talkman, and calls. you laughed pretty hard at it. Oh. Cash said that. Well, Marlins call a lot. Uh, yeah, I don't. We we like the Fangraphs website a lot. This has them using the four man bench right now. They have it as Higgy, Wade, Jay, Bruce, and Talkman. Which either way, that's still kind of a weird bench. Um, Although we'd like it if Jay Bruce was there, so I mean, and 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 if Gardner doesn't sign, Talkman slides up, and it's Higgy Wade Talkman. Oh man, I'm hoping they allow four man bench. Which, by the way, if you look at Talkman's stats from last year, it's not as bad as bad as the memory serves. Well, remember, at one he point was he was hitting base, 300. And he was getting, getting on, base. on base a ton. They just didn't hit a fastball. So I like Talkman and I like Ford. So I, I'm trying to like. Yeah. I hope they get a chance to re. I mean, I, I'm worried that Ford hates me because of that video. Yeah, I mean that's got to be tough. Yeah. History majors, New Jersey guys. Are we Talkman over Ford guys? Yeah. Baseball wise, well, because for, he can play all the outfield yeah. positions and run and stuff. Yeah. No. Done good I, stuff. I agree. I just thought the people might want to know that. Oh, uh, here I am trying to yeah regain no. trust in Ford, and uh, you automatically make me choose someone over him in the middle of it. Sorry. It's rude. Hard to I didn't imagine. make you pick. You you said that was the pick. I mean, on this show, you can't not answer questions. Yeah. Hard when was to, the last time you pleasured yourself? You could have picked uh, last night. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Early this morning? <laughs> uh, late this morning? In between Wake and Jake and this? Jake, come on now. Jake, come Another on. question. <laughs> yeah. We're out in the main room with everybody. Do we think Justin Wilson, let's say Justin Wilson signs three to five years, seems to be the land we're landing in? Mm-hmm. No. Jay Bruce with the one three five option, is there a chance that's it? I feel like this has been a game we've been playing for a little bit now. No. Too many calls on Talkman. Okay. No, I don't think – I think I think Cash is – Wheeling and dealing. You want me to text them? How many moves you got left? Good. Cash, if you're listening to this episode, 
Just text me and give me zero, one through three, or three through five. Those are three options. For Wilson's contract. No, for how many for moves how are how many left. moves mm-hmm. are being made. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Then we'll be the first to report that. And everyone else will have to report it. Do we still have to do a 40-man dance? Reported by talking, reported by talking Yanks. Cashman will be making one to three more moves this season, offseason. Okay. If that's what he texts me, I don't know what he's going right. to text me. Cash, text me whatever you're going to text I me. I think as of this moment, 40-man's clear because they did the Ben Heller stuff. Right. And if they make an, if they do the Justin Wilson thing, I, the first day of spring training, I believe they can just add Severino to the 60-man and give Justin mm. Wilson that 40-man spot. But I mean, get, spring training has to officially begin to do that. I'm on Jim's sneaky sneaky trade is coming. I don't know if it's big. I don't know what it is. The waters are calm. Albert Abreu's out of options. Albert Abreu's sitting there, Talkman and Greg Allen both being on the 40-man <laughs> roster. <laughs> I hope the cameras were able to pick that up Because Jimmy just looked at me in the eye Like I was saying <laughs> Albert Abreu's life was over That's great acting by me that you were able it to was. pick up on that it was Out of options Out of options <laughs> Oh my god Albert Abreu was out of options What a crossroads for him This is it so that's amazing that I was able to tell send yeah, that to you through no, just I my could eyes. See all of it, I could see all of it. Who? <laughs> <laughs> all right, it's good. I got lint in my hair, uh, in my mouth. I don't I'm call at. him a lint hair. You want to talk about Paxton? Tyro Estrada, my guy. Uh, Kyle Bearclaw with the non-roster invite. Oh, you know what? I texted you, Jake. Let's talk. About Paxton. Yes. And my Kluber meter is currently at an all-time down. Excitement-wise? Yeah. Okay. Do my Kluber meter. This is, is why I texted Jake this. We were yeah. talking about Kluber. Jake I think, and I were talking about Kluber this morning. And if you want if you want me to bring you back. I think, well, when you first texted me, we were still short. One, One couple detail. details. But those details I'm now seeing have spun you down. I texted... Uh, Jake, this about Kluber. It's a good song. What is that? Taking Back Sunday. Is it? Yeah. I got a bad feeling about this. Okay. Hey, how come you're singing like that? It's all the rage, man. Uh, Sing like you're whining. So let's. I'll. I'll get back into our text. I've got a bad feeling about this, dude. Paxton goes for eight mil. Hap goes for eight mil. All these Whoa. pitchers are going for less than ten mil. Spent eleven million dollars on Kluber. I don't fully trust that he's going to be healthy. There's so much room for error here. There's so much room for this to come back and bite us in the ass, especially Whoa. when the Yankees are doing this stay under the luxury tax threshold, and they went eleven mil. Ugh, I I got I got a bad feeling about this. I'll say this, and this is what the detail we didn't have, uh, because Jimmy sent me that video. I said the unknown is scary, but Roosevelt persevered. Yeah, which I mean, both died when they were sixty. So, uh, so then Unless it you're came out about a different Roosevelt. I don't know. About so it. then it came out. Paxton's Mariners deal is eight and a half mil, which yeah. unfortunately these halves matter to us now. 
with 1.5 million incentives. So if Paxton plays 10 games, I'm yeah. assuming starts, but this is listed as 10 games, uh-huh. he gets 750K. So that, if James Paxton has any part of a major league season, pretty much. That's such a low incentive. That's such a low bar. 10 games, you know how, like, 10 game start incentive means that the Mariners don't believe Paxton's fully healthy in my mind. That's how I translate that. Right. Like that's so few starts to give him 750k. It's 2 months. If he starts 10 games, it's a 162 game season. So something didn't look great on Paxton's physicals is what I'm guessing from the structure here. I could be completely wrong. I'm no. not a doctor. I know nothing. But that's so low. I was like, "What? 10 games?" It's crazy. So let's assume Paxton does pitch enough next year. If he pitches ten games, uh, math pod that brings it up to nine two five. And if he pitches over twenty games, that brings him up to ten mil, which then we're one mil off from Kluber. So if Paxton does pitch a lot next year and he looks good, uh, more eyes are going to be on Kluber. If he gets hurt again, if Kluber gets hurt again, I um, I don't know why the Yankees don't have didn't do any incentives with Kluber this way. I like agree with you. And that's fail safes. The other thing we don't know here is what what offers did Corey Kluber actually get from other teams? We heard other teams were interested. I'm doubting anyone was that high. I feel like we kind of heard that. I don't know. But man. you still would have liked the incentives tied in, but still, I mean Who who can you, who do you think is more likely to pitch ten games? Paxton or Kluber? <sighs> can I watch spring training? No. They couldn't when they signed him. It's Paxton, and you know it. I mean, Paxton has a pretty serious injury history. But he started so like 20 games Here's where you and my brains are different. I have Kluber's recent injuries lumped up as like one ordeal. One thing led to another. The forearm thing was weird, and it just kind of happened. It was a fluke thing. Paxton has had a consistent injury history. Um, and when he came back last year, which again, weird year, and I don't want this to be a shot at James, who knows how his throwing sessions looked, but when James Paxton came back, he was pumping 91-mile-per-hour fastballs. A guy that we saw in some of the big games against Boston, Paxton would hit like 98 easy. Yeah, he had back surgery. So what does he look like, and that's kind of where BBD was going to bring it, was that Kluber did this workout for a lot of teams, and the consensus was seemingly that he looked pretty good. He's been a workhorse for years up until this recent hiatus. You ever seen the movie Money Pit? Which is scarier. I think I've seen parts of it. I've never watched it, but I know it's a very popular movie in the O'Brien household. I think your younger sister, yeah, Ritzy, likes yeah, it a lot. Yeah, Ritzy loves it. Yeah. Tom Hanks gets stuck in the carpet. Just singing songs. Let's try Brad! That's her favorite quote from it. Yeah. Banna, banna, bo, manna, manna, fee, fi. Uh, yeah, I just have a bad feeling. Coming back to me in a week, maybe I'll be um, beaming and fake hope and confidence for Kluber. I'm in on Tyone. I saw him pitch. Excited to be wrong if I'm wrong about Kluber or this, like, I can just shake off his bad feelings. Right. But, I mean, you know, Paxton hasn't thrown less than 10, 10 games in a full season in six years. For what it's worth, I think I read that at Paxton's throw day, he was touching 94 in the middle of the off season. Yeah, so and that's like, really where he sits. It's kind of like if Paxton, the best case scenario for a mid-off If Paxton looks good, 
depending whether or not what Corey Kluber looks like, I think Yankee fans could flip that switch very easily because we have a lot of fond packs and memories, and we also have some not so fond packs and memories. Kluber needs to be a difference maker in the postseason. Otherwise, this was a failed signing. And the, so, the thing is, and the said, risk of him not being a difference maker in the postseason is so high. I, I'd bet well, so much money that way and not the other way. Well, and I think if Vegas put odds on it, it'd be like much in favor of him not being a postseason factor. Well, again, that starts to get tricky because then do, you know, if he does have a one injury, they stay it safe with him and they try to build him up for the playoffs, which we're expecting. We've seen the Yankees do that. Um, the other thing here, man, when you talk James Paxson, James Paxson's career high innings pitched is 160. Corey Kluber has five years with 200 plus. Like he, But I'm not even James Paxson. Like all the other pitchers they could have got for less than the 11, they got Kluber, who... But the, that's the that's the gamble. It's high risk, but it's not high risk or low. It's high reward, but it's not low risk. That's the difference of this thing. So I Tyone think, is high reward, low risk. Two million dollars. They didn't trade anyone yeah, of value for him. I agree. Kluber is high reward, high real risk. high risk. Yeah. No, I I don't disagree it's with that. No middle ground. And yeah. I think with that salary number, I guess we've we've. Haven't fully gone through the names, but I mean, you would you rather have you'd rather have Paxson with that contract over Kluber? Mm, no, but like, let's see where Odorizzi lands. Yeah, I think he's going to come in higher. If if we did the pet that Paxson contract with the Tyone move, but if it was. And I, I, I think again, Kluber ties to this year. There's going to be so many pitchers used. You know, Saris wrote a really good article uh, about the Rays, but you can basically he commented under me giving him love that he's like, well, the Yankees did the same exact thing. It's just <laughs> different names and a couple more high priced mm-hmm. guys. Like teams are rolling out the kitchen sink this year because injuries amongst pitchers were up two or three times last year, and people are expecting the same this year because they're rolling out. A, lo- a longer season So I understand what you're saying I think the Yankees maybe came into the year And said hey let's do a <laughs> Let's do a high risk uh, Low risk High reward guy and let's get A high risk high reward guy And This is it this. Kluber threw a bullpen session And within two days there was a small bidding War over him Including the Rays So that was, it is hilarious that that does mean something, but it should mean nothing. Yeah, they went and used Kluber's money to go get the other, like the like Rays being the Rays but, considering spending their holy money on a player. I just wish I wasn't as cynical as I am. I can't control. I agree it. with all the concerns. I don't believe it. Like I right now, I don't believe in any of that. You know who else signed an eleven million dollar contract this off season? Who? Tell me immediately. Drew Smiley. Yeah, so it's a weird, weird. year. <laughs> weird. I'm trying to see who else. Archer, Gar- Archer, Gar- Garrett Richards was 10 mil. Yep, who's just as no. Risky, someone if in not the chat risky. had like Archer was eight and a half and stuff like that. I just uh, Hap know. was eight. Kluber wouldn't do incentives like game starting incentives. I don't know. It would have been nice, but again, I keep saying again a lot today. I'm sorry. Holy shit! I don't want you guys. to I mean, feel it also could have been by not that. doing incentives is. Like got him. Is uh 
you know, we're supposed to be the Yankees and we're supposed to be just MLB shouldn't get tied up in this. James Paxton's incentives are one point five million. Like in theory, if if Kluber had one point five million of incentives, that shouldn't change our emotions on it. Yeah. You know? Oh, um Again, I, again, again. I also tweeted out about the trade with the Mariners and Paxton and all of that. When's the last time you uh tug some pud? Thought we answered questions on this podcast. Me and Mac have been hanging out a lot. Doesn't give me any privacy. Mac's awesome, just to let you know. Dogs are great, man. He's really coming into his own. He's hyping you. He's hyping you for years. My fake Barty's still been pretty chill lately yeah i was told katie i said either that he's sick or he's like trained now yeah he's he still pees sometimes he doesn't know he's peeing it's Adulthood. very weird yeah just Been like there. doesn't know he's peeing no he's he's good he's uh my fake bark it's gets nice, him like man. really good did you see him attack that cat yeah i had to watch that a couple times because i didn't know i thought that was his human friend but then i realized it was the other side of the fence yeah i oh man dude he was him and this cat look here they were just eyeing each other. Oh, that's good. And I was like, what's going to happen? Yeah. I know how this ends. And then, and then Mac ran into the wall. It's like a good effort by Mac, but obviously the cat's like, you're not going to get me. I don't think this is the ending. No. There's bad camera work for a minute. No, no he didn't end. run. Right. And yeah. Good attack. Um, what? Seattle. You had something to say about Seattle. Packs and trade. Yeah, I tweeted out that they, like, I, I put it in quotes. They won the trade. Um. I then I followed up like it was the smart move because Paxton in the 19 and 20 having Paxton as a starter for 2019 and 2020 attacked that window better than what Justice Sheffield could have done but the Mariners right now they still have 5 years left of Justice Sheffield even if he's bad even if he becomes a relief pitcher even if he becomes a fifth starter even right. if they trade him for more prospects then you have to wait that out they have the chips Yankees got their chips. They didn't win the pot. And the for the Yankees, they can't really, like, quote-unquote, win the trade anymore. Seattle's got to feel pretty good, even even if Paxton didn't come back. I got a lot of people, I couldn't figure out their brains. They're like, well, let's see how Sheffield does. And I'm like, it doesn't matter. He's with the Mariners. I think the only thing I'll disagree with you with is that we started out talking about Justin Wilson in the trade to get years of Louis Sessa and to get years of Chad Green. If Justice Sheffield is a... A 3-4 good MLB starting pitcher A guy that could be in the Yankees rotation For those next 4-5 years The Yankees lost the trade Well, I'm, you're agreeing with me then Yes oh, you So people are, arguing, people are arguing the Yankees won the trade? Because that's what it that's sounded what like I, you were saying People were arguing with me that it's a wash Or the Yankees can still win it And I was saying no It's either a wash And I don't think it is The Mariners won it Oh, I think it sounded like what you were saying is that it, because it was the right move for the Yankees at the time. I do think it was the win. right move at the time, but it's not a win. Mariners are much happier with the outcome. Well, that's I, I guess that that would be the counter argument that it might not have been the right move at the time because Paxton did get hurt. So what? Where else could have you shopped at the Sheffield time. at the time? Well, that's that's kind of the point of trades. Like he could have held on to Justice Sheffield and he could have traded him elsewhere, or he could have you know Paxton didn't necessarily have to be the move. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I think it can still be like if there's a well, winner of the trading trade, it's the Justice Mariners, Sheffield but they don't, for Yankees don't regret it. Trading right? Justice Sheffield for a pitcher 
of higher caliber was a smart move at the time, in my the, opinion. The concept of the move was the right move for what yeah. the Yankees were trying to do. Maybe you could have but, found a different person. Exactly. Sure. But so, no, I was I was getting upset with Yankees fans trying to tell me that the Yankees didn't lose the trade. I said, they did. You traded to win in a window. You didn't win in a window. And now they have all the chips. Mariners have... We're green. Okay, yeah. I, I kind of came across a little differently. Well, I don't know. We're, well, we're agreeing. That's what I'm saying. We're there now. I, mean, the I tweeted out the Mariners won the trade, and people were disagreeing with me. That's yeah. what I was telling you. Okay. Yes. Mariners won the trade, but it's not like I don't think the Yankees disaster. like are a disaster. Yeah. I mean, it, At this point, it, it depends what Justin Sheffield, Sheffield turns into. Yes. You know? That's He's got trade. a lot of arm talent. He mixed up his pitch yeah, mix. And, he was good last year. And what I was saying was even if he is a fifth starter at best for the next five years. The Mariners still won the trade. Right. That's what I was saying yeah. to people. Okay. But it doesn't mean the Yankees, like, regret it. Yeah, it's not devastating, yeah. you know? It's not It's not trading. There's, there's not a way for, the, for us to say the Yankees won that trade, but I think this, the Yankees would do it again. If they did it again and they didn't get a pandemic and they got better health from Paxton. So that, I guess that's where I differ. I don't think they'd do it again. I think they would trade Sheffield for another pitcher. I wonder who else was out there that yeah. two years of that ilk. Elk? Ilk. Elks are huge. Well, it's hit free agency this year. I guess with like Oda Rizzi. No, because he no, had he one had year the, left. He it was had a, the player option thing, qualifying offer. Well, the Yeah, it's interesting. The trade deadline before, he could have done Archer, which would have been a disaster. I guess. I believe if I'm remembering the timeline right, he was that deadline before. Yeah. yeah, when I asked Cashman at spring training last year when I went down and talked to him, because we had just talked to Archer like the day before. Right. I said, hey, we were talking to Archer. He was uh, he's asking about, uh, you know, looking to get traded for because everyone thought Archer was going to get traded last year before he got hurt. And Cashman was, like, Cashman was like, Archer, he's not good. <laughs> he's like, or no, that's not what he no, said. It was like, he he's said. not what he used to be. But he was very much like, no way. Yeah. The way he said it. Yeah, it was good. It's an honest guy. Still waiting on that text, Brian. Brian. How many moves you got left? Quantity of moves, sir. Got a lot of text, but none from Cashman yet. Yeah, we got a lot of text because a uh, big announcement got happened about the company. I guess we will thank the people of Talking Yanks yeah. for getting us there. Uh, some that's been in the works, I don't know, two years now. So it's like half happening for two years. So it's not a, incredibly like... It hit us today, but it hit the public today. Uh, we we're got some funding. We've been getting funding over the years, and now we're announcing that to people, and we have some new things in store, and we're very excited. Talking Yanks was the tip of the iceberg. And yeah. It's still our favorite iceberg, so thank you guys. Appreciate a cool article in the Sports Business Journal. Um, it's not a paywall to get in. You do have to give an email address, so if you're secretive about that or put like i don't know bug bug dude at yahoo.net or something but yeah, no, you need to verify on, don't give it. them my real email. yeah that was my bad uh but no it's really cool thank you guys if you're looking for more info read the article guy did a good job we were nervous because we don't do articles um i don't know it's awesome if we we've tried to tell you guys enough along the way without saying too much but Yes. Cool. Oh, thank you. No, I mean people are now now it's hitting Twitter, so people are tweeting, and that always 
basically just makes me cry whenever people nice. are like, I've been listening from 2017 and really I can't nice. believe this is so good. And then I'm like, holy fuck. Um, so people are really nice. And we thank you guys very much. Talking Yanks was the launching pad. I mean, I just said this. I just did an interview, um, Jake. And it's talking about, you know, we've been doing this forever. And I was a thought I had. Thoughts. And I, at first I had the thought like, man, are we going to be doing this till we're 50? Like, right. are we going to be doing Yankee series recaps and all this for the next 20 years? Like, what's the future? And I was like, well, who cares to even think that far Jake's ahead? health doesn't seem that good. But then I thought, well, shit, this is going to be the fifth year of Talking Yanks. 17, 18, 19, 20. 2021 is going to be the fifth year of Talking Yanks. And I feel like we haven't even got to the starting line yet. I feel yeah. like we've only been stretching and warming up and waving to family members in the crowd, and we ain't even got to the blocks yet to start at all. So it's like, well, I guess if five years can fly back, fly that fast, let's just keep going. In the race analogy, if we're going to stay there, I do think 2019 we maybe got to the starting blocks and we were there. Like, we were locked in. We had our heels in. We were ready to run. And then I it think was we like we got invited to the race. And then there was like a full blown false start. And everyone was like, what's going 2020, on? 2020, false start. Like, and the person who had the false start, like, tried to play it cool. Like, they ran the whole yeah. race and they finished and they started celebrating. And everyone's like, you have to know. I think we're at the starting block. And then they put now. up a huge fight. Like, I think they did it start. 2017, it. 2018. Yeah. We were like in 2017, we were in the building. Okay. Asking for directions to the right. clubhouse. Yeah. 2018, we got into the clubhouse and we were putting on our our, our equipment. We, we were dressed. warming up. We were saying hi to the other competitors. Right. 2019, we get announced and we ent enter the tunnel onto the track, right? Okay. 2020, false start. Yeah. Now we're at 2021. We're in the starting block. We're ready to go. But I was just like, man, four Huge. years, it's flown by. It doesn't. I still feel like we're at the beginning of this. Yeah. Uh, and it's been in ways we are and we are like we yeah. truly are. So I, I want to thank everyone that's been hanging out with us in all the warm up time. But now we're going to start running. So we appreciate you. Dang. That's the end of this episode. That's all we got. Bing. Talked about every topic perfectly. Justin Just Wilson. absolutely crushed it. Justin Wilson Martino said that it, he's coming. So done. All the most trustworthy reporters. Final are number guesses. I'm going 275 with game incentives. I was going to go three with tons of incentives. I think it's going to be a tricky deal. Okay. I was going to say 3.5, but I think that ends Ooh. up the same number as 275 with incentives. It's like the max <laughs> okay. out of that number. So we're all there. I can't let myself speculate on incentives. Uh, oh, okay. okay. BBD's out. BBD out of the incentive game. <laughs> go, Yanks. And I respect it. Tell them, Grams. Go, Yankees.